It's an unfortunate fact that the elderly are taken advantage of every day. While the laws are complicated and constantly changing, the wisest and safest way to keep track of them all is to call elder law attorney Michael Cohen. Having devoted his career to informing and protecting the elderly, Michael communicates about the law in ways that you and your loved ones will surely understand. Join us now to know your legal rights with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford Jr. Here's Michael and Don. Welcome once again to another episode of State Planning Essentials, a tirelessly devoted program to protecting your family, your assets, and you. And I'm virtually sitting with Dallas Elder Law Attorney Michael Cohen. Hello, Michael. Hi, Don. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Today, Michael, you want to address uh, the many mistakes of all people, even celebrities make when they are engaging in their estate planning efforts. Uh, can we talk about those today? I would think before we do that you, you would think that uh, because of the resources that they have, uh, they're their own bosses quite often. Um, they have this autonomy to be able to lay out their schedules and certainly address what's very important when it comes to their assets, planning, when they're alive and when they're deceased. But it sounds like they either neglect that or make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, I mean, you know, we think that, like you said, we're celebrities uh, uh, that, you know, often very well-known, not only well-known, but have lots of assets that they mm-hmm. would uh, plan and protect against, you know, for not only for themselves, like you said, but for their family and, and against taxes and protecting assets and all the different things that go on in estate planning. But everybody's a human. Uh, things happen to all of us, and sometimes people... Uh, plan properly, and those some people don't. Uh, and so, uh, I think what I should do is kind of mention uh, several of the different things that people have made mistakes about. And the first thing would be uh, is not even having any kind of estate planning and documents at all. So when you mm. think about Prince or Aretha Franklin, we've talked about them on prior shows. Uh, as you know, Prince had this hundreds of millions of dollars estate, but he didn't have a will. And that's been going on for several years now, and it will probably go on for maybe another decade or so, mm-hmm. uh, because the the fact is, not only is it that he not have a will, so then there's people saying, well, who who are the heirs? Who are the heirs? Because they mm-hmm. then you have to say, well, is this person a half sibling? Is this person a sibling? Is this person? How are they? Are they related? Uh, do they have a will? Do people come up with wills like on Aretha Franklin? Uh, I know we talked about one of our shows about how she gave her errors, no R-E-S-P-E-C-T, because she didn't have a will. And then all of a sudden, those four children that she had that got along prior to her passing, all of a sudden started bickering afterwards right. over the money. And one said that they had a will, and one right. said, oh, I found will under the covers, and this mm-hmm. and that. you know. And so all of a sudden, people start fighting. And, and, and it's not only that, it's not even just the estate. And it's not even just the taxes, because obviously if you have a large estate, you could do different things that uh, people uh, try to save on taxes, not only on estate taxes. A lot of states have state estate taxes, like uh, uh, Texas does not, but other states do. Uh, but, but also, you know, like on somebody like, say, Prince, there's who has the rights 
on who's in charge of these copyrights or, or the different uh, uh, different brands that they may have. And so, you know, like you know, Elvis's estate, Elvis Presley's estate was run professionally, and they have they made Graceland and they did it really, you know, very well. But here on Prince's estate, you're leaving it up to the courts to appoint somebody to be in charge. And of course, there's been disputes on who should be in charge, and if they're charging too much fees. And, of course, the heirs haven't gotten anything. And so these either financial institutions or attorneys uh, trying to deal with all the different people who contest or who say that they're heirs are saying that, uh, you know, everybody's getting things except for the funds. And I guess the state of Minnesota and the United States is very grateful uh, for Prince to uh, be so charitable as to give them so much tax dollars. Over half the estate probably is going to go mm. in estate taxes of between one way or another, and that's not yeah. including all the different expenses that are going on. Yeah. And so then you say, well, having no estate, having no plan at all is probably the worst of all things. Mike, what I also read is that uh, when it comes to estate planning, there's also matters of not just what's occurred in the past, because that's what attorneys have to deal with when it comes to uh, probate and contesting wills and, and the like, but the future, because I just read a few months ago, and I, I thought of you immediately, they found new music in Prince's vault. Well, who's going to lay claim to that for future tracks and songs? Yeah, it's going to be going on for a long, 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 mm-hmm. long time. And mm-hmm. so, you know, failure to do something is is probably the worst thing to do, period, mm-hmm. you know, so... It is what it is. That's yeah. lesson number one. Lesson number one, failing to have a plan at all. Okay. Uh, I think the, the second one would be failure to maybe remove a um, beneficiary. Okay, so let me kind of give you an example. A uh, couple of celebrities, uh, Barry White and I'll say uh, Aristotle Onassis. How's that? Barry White uh, had been uh, married, uh, but he was separated from his wife. They were getting a divorce, and he had a live-in girlfriend and different children, but he died before the divorce. Mm-hmm. And since she was married to him at the time of death, and as Will may have said, she was the beneficiary. I, you know, so obviously she got. There was a fight amongst the girl, the live-in girlfriend, the children, the spouse that was separated, uh, all because he didn't remove. Uh, his wife from being a beneficiary. You don't have to mm-hmm. name your spouse as a beneficiary. Right. So, and, and the same thing on Aristotle Onassis, Jackie Kennedy, uh, after uh, our president was um, deceased, uh, then she married uh, the Greek shipping magnate, Aristotle Onassis, but uh, before they uh, got divorced, um, he died. Well. She inherited his you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of estate. So, you know, one thing you could do is remove that person if you have a will or Mm -hmm. a trust or whomever, whatever you might have done, uh, and they fail to remove uh, those beneficiaries. Mm -hmm. So that's something that should be considered uh, as well, a mistake that some of them have made. Uh, That's just being a couple of the examples. Mm -hmm. Uh, Remember, with a divorce decree, it's not final until the judge signs an order. Another mistake is the opposite, and that's failure to add people or to update your will or trust. You know, Kobe Bryant, we talked about earlier this year, he had an irrevocable trust. But, and he was pretty good at updating uh, his will or trust, actually. He had a trust. He was pretty good at updating it, um, except that he didn't 
put his last child in there, and they had to go to court mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that the child would be added, the, la- the most recent child that was born, um, you know, just within the last year. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it is what it is. And, and another example would be Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, who you may remember the movie star, uh, had, um, and he died at just a young age, he died at 28, and in his mm-hmm. will, he had a, just a simple will, a two-page will, and he left everything to his parents. Problem was, he had a child after that. Mm-hmm. And so the child got nothing, and everything went to the parents. So he failed to update his will as a common mistake. Uh, another one would be, let's say, uh, uh, would be, let's say, Whitney Houston. Remember Whitney Houston, we talked about this several years ago on one of the shows, she had a child, uh, Bobby Christina, uh, and she had kept things up to date pretty much. Even, but but for, for a while, she had said, okay, I'm having a trust for my child, uh, Bobby. Uh, and unfortunately, until she was 21, but Bobby was into drugs, and mm. she was um, uh, had a lot of problems. And so she should have updated her will to have the trust continue and have somebody else in charge and not give her the money because then everything went up. You have a, if you have a beneficiary who's a drug addict, you know, everything's going to go up in smoke. And right. by the way, on Heath Ledger, uh, there was another one, I think there was, they, they had, uh, he had a, uh, a, I think it was a wife, somebody had a wife, I think it was, I'm not sure if it's Heath Ledger or not, but, uh, no, it was uh, Jim Morrison, Jim Morrison, mm-hmm. Jim Morrison, he had, you remember the doors, yeah. uh, he had a girlfriend, uh, and he uh, uh, left everything uh, to his girlfriend, uh, who then died. And, and it turned out when he'd done this thing, his will that is, mm-hmm. uh, he uh, didn't have a large estate. And the Doors became, of course, very popular. Uh, he died, but she had uh, left everything to her. Of course, there's uh, family members disputed that because they weren't married. Uh, and then mm-hmm. after that, she died without a will three years later. So he could have done some simple planning, which said, oh, it could be held in her, for her for tr- in trust, for example, uh, instead of doing it the way he did it. His fortune with the doors went to some family, um, which he probably maybe not even knew. So uh, those are a couple of those dif- uh, different examples of failure to update. Or in that case, for in the case of Jim Morrison, he failed to just plan properly. Well, that's fascinating information, Michael. Uh, no matter who you are, no matter how wealthy or um, average middle income, income you may be, um, it really doesn't matter. Mistakes can be made all of the time, and it sounds like uh, no one is above that, no matter who you are, whether you're president of the United States or just y- your average blue-collar worker. Uh, your estate plan needs to be addressed because so many things change all the time, uh, especially in 2020. Uh, who could imagine all the things that have occurred this year with a um, little, uh, little more than or less than three months to go? Who would have ever guessed that this uh, year would have turned out like it has? But nevertheless, the next step would be to attend Michael's next workshop so that you could begin to get your questions addressed to make certain your plan is exactly the way you want it, that it is current, it is completely legal and safe for when you're alive and when you're deceased. The next workshop is Saturday, October the 10th at 10 o'clock. And Michael, tell everybody 
first of all, how they would sign up for that virtual online workshop, and then what goes on at those workshops. First of all, uh, the estate planning essentials workshop, we just talk about whatever it is you want to know about estate mm-hmm. planning or about Medicaid or veterans benefits. It doesn't have to be, you know, today we've been talking about wills and trust and the mistakes that people make, but it could be any number of things, whatever it is that may be important to you, mm-hmm. uh, they just want to know about. Uh, it could be something as uh, simple as a what we call a ladybird deed. Uh, it was a common one at the last workshop. Uh, but it could be or about Medicaid, uh, how to get cut public benefits, uh, or it could be, should I need a do I need a will? Or do I need a trust? Do I need a power of attorney? What's a living mm-hmm. will? What's a HIPAA? Right. What's you know all the different types of different things that you can protect on? How can I protect my family? What happens if I become disabled? How do I pay for care costs? It could be any number of things, uh, and it's really up to the individuals that are at participants in the workshop as to what those questions may be, which is what makes each workshop different mm-hmm. because the questions are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, to find out uh, whatever your questions might be on estate planning or other public benefits planning, all you have to do is call 214-720-0102. That's 214 214- Seven two zero zero one zero two, or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com, and it's very simple. Just a one or one click or so. We even tell you how to put a click, uh, and then you're just watching virtually, like you're watching a TV. Uh, you're just watching on your screen of your laptop, for example, and um, you know we can see whatever questions that. Not only others ask, but of course you could ask whatever it is that's important to you uh, so that you can make sure in these COVID-19 days and other days for that matter uh, that you've protected your loved ones uh, as well as yourself the way you want on your own terms and conditions. And if you do go to that free estate planning essentials workshop, we also give you a free, no obligation vision meet. We call it a vision meeting where we can look at your own individual situation for an additional hour Uh, and see whatever issues that are of concern to you and see uh, uh, if things are going the way you would like and protected the way you would like. Uh, Again, all you have to do is call that 214-720-0102 number or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com. There's no obligation. So, in effect, you're getting three, three hours on estate planning on issues that are maybe of concern to you, and you'll learn something from others as well uh, by just going to that virtual estate planning essentials workshop. Excellent. Uh, very informative um, and very necessary workshop that every single person that listens to this program should attend. So be sure to sign up by going to DallasElderLawyer.com. Michael, what are some other mistakes that celebrities make? Yeah, I mean, you know, we just mentioned just a minute ago about Whitney Houston and uh, she had a trust, but she should have probably used it a little bit better. And we also talked about perhaps uh, Heath Ledger could have used a trust uh, because things went to some family he didn't know. Yeah. Other mistakes like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman didn't mm. understand apparently about trust. When he did his his uh, will, he only had an estate of $500,000. When he died, it was $35 million. So yeah. he failed to have any children afterwards. He could have had trust for the children and to worry about guardianship issues and things like that that were not that perhaps discussed, uh, what should have been discussed, because things change every time. Mm-hmm. Just like we said with Kobe Bryant, 
where he, you know, should have added the child so he didn't have to go to court. Um, similarly, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman could have done something that not only planned from a tax perspective, but also uh, protected his family more without having to have worries. Of course, sometimes there's, you know, when there's different marriages, there's even more disputes, like on Robin Williams. Uh, I remember why Robin Williams was married. He had a will that was good, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, he did. He said, the house goes to my wife, and these other things go to my children. But he didn't say what happened on the property inside. He was kind of vague on what happened <laughs> with the assets inside the home. Oh, my. And so they were fighting over, yeah, so they were fighting over everything from the wedding dress to, and the clothes to the books and everything else uh, just because it wasn't clear as to what was uh, what he wanted things to go or how things were to go. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, there, Marlon Brando had an oral promise to his housekeeper that had the house. But since it wasn't in writing, she sued to say I was entitled to the house. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's the other another problem would be like uh, you know the Sprint store, uh, Florence uh, uh, Griffin Joiner, Flojo. Yeah, yeah, she had made an apparently a a promise uh, that she was going to have her mom stay be able to stay in the home uh, for the rest of mom's life. Hmm. Um, and what? But they couldn't find the will. So hmm. another mistake is that even if she had a will, you better make sure it's in a place that's safe, because you just can't go by something that's uh, either orally promised, like in the Marlon Brando situation where there was a lawsuit. Or, in this case, if you have a will, you better be able to find the original. You see, even if you, you can probate a copy of a will, but the problems are uh, that if you have to get the, all the beneficiaries to agree, and, and there's lots of different uh, errors, and it's really a, a lot more difficult. So if you don't think that there's going to be a disagreement, uh, you really need to probate the original will. Of course, a lot of times that's one reason why people have trust. If they have trust... Then they avoid. They have like uh, they avoid probate. They avoid the, some of the different issues that we can talk about here today. Uh, and so many of them uh, don't do that. And yeah. you would think that more people would have trust in that respect. And of course, people make mistakes with trust. Michael Jackson had a trust, but he failed to fund the trust. Mm. The biggest mistake that people have on a trust. And so that means he had to go through probate anyway. Mm. So if you don't put the assets in the trust then you may have to go through uh, the probate system. And, of course, in California, uh, it's well known that it's a much more difficult process than in other states. It takes a lot of time. So now you have to get the approval of the courts and go through all the different procedures mm-hmm. on notice, et cetera. So even though he had a trust, he failed to uh, find the trust. Of course, if you have a trust, um, you also have privacy. So I think it was uh, the actor's uh, – the actor uh, – I think it was James Gondolfini. I think he had uh, uh, some personal information that he put in his will, but if he had had a trust, it would have been, uh, everything would have been private. So it would have been a lot better. So uh, another mistake that people make, uh, uh, of course, you know, sometimes it's kind of interesting that some of the things that people do put in wills, there's all sorts of different things. Uh, uh, I think uh, Benjamin Franklin even had something about, uh, he had gotten some sort of artwork that had jewels around it. He made. Uh, he said, okay, uh, uh, I think it was a king in France, I believe, and mm-hmm. he had uh, said that to his daughter, this artwork, however, she could not use the jewels because it's useless to wear jewelry uh, as a fashion 
uh, type item. <laughs> so, okay. He, uh, yeah. So anyway, you can put all sorts of different things in there, but you may want it to be private. And, right. and with a trust, things are private, unlike a will, uh, where it's a matter of the world could see anybody's will because it's a matter of public record. Yeah. Let me ask you, uh, before you go any further, this is kind of important, at least for me, because I'm not really sure what this means. And that is when you say you have to fund the trust. What does that mean exactly? Can you give us examples? Let's say you have a bank account, a checking account, uh-huh. and it's in your individual name. If you don't retitle the account into mm-hmm. the name of the trust, mm-hmm. you may have to probate the will. Oh. So the biggest mistake that people, you know, a lot of times you'll see that you'll have a, a trust that may even have a list of assets at the back. Mm-hmm. Exhibit A. I got my checking account, my savings account, my money market account, my investment account. I may have legal descriptions of properties, but that doesn't put it in the trust. Mm. You have to on the real on the real estate. You have to have a deed that is actually transferred, so it's in the name of the trust. On the checking account, it needs to be retitled instead of it um, Don Crawford Jr. It would be the Don uh, Crawford Jr. Uh, Living Trust or whatever it's like called the trust. Okay. Yeah. So, so you'll have to actually usually need to uh, go to the bank and show them uh, at least a certificate of trust, and often uh, sometimes they ask for the whole trust, uh, if not just certain pages of the trust. So you have to retitle it to go according to the terms of the trust, and it's the biggest mistake that people make. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. sounds so simple, and it's the biggest one you said, and it's not only simple; it sounds like it, it's pretty quick work. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a lot of work, but if you have a lot of accounts, and that actually kind of dissuades some people. So some people yeah. say, oh, I got too many accounts, and yeah. they said it's too much a hassle, so yeah. maybe I'll say paid on death to the trust. Mm. So they'll say, oh, okay, so that bank account just says POD to the trust. Now, the problem with that is a trust never dies or becomes disabled, whereas if you still had it in your individual name, it would avoid probate, but it wouldn't avoid the situation about what happens if you're disabled. So that's okay. when the case when you need a financial power of attorney to be able to handle that. And, of course, that the bank or financial institution recognizes that financial power of attorney. Very interesting. Very, very helpful. Uh, we've got about uh, two minutes left. Uh, any other um, bottom-line general conclusions about the mistakes the celebrities make? Well, I mean, I think that the uh, the biggest mistakes – are those that we've kind of mentioned, but I do think that there are some funny things that sometimes people put in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of other mistakes that people make. Uh, there's lots of different things you could do in planning. You can protect against creditors. You can protect against bad marriages. Uh, there's all sorts of different things that you could do. But I think there's one thing I think that was really funny was that on Harry Houdini's will, he wanted his wife to always have a seance. Uh, to bring him back from the dead <laughs> and talk with him on an annual basis, and he put that in his will. Oh my goodness! Uh, so I thought that was <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, there's all there's you know we've had the history of time. We've had all the to me I like all this kind of stuff. But uh, uh, George Washington freed his slaves uh, at, at his will. Uh, there was uh, Frank Sinatra had you know, had several marriages, so he wanted to make sure he had a strong no contest provision. It's just kind of, uh, you know, so a lot of times people put a provision, of course, in their wills and their, or in their trust. In fact, we do it in every one of our wills and trusts. You put a provision if somebody contests it, of course, they get some limited amount. Right. So, yeah, there, you know, so that's something that everybody probably should consider, especially if there's a potential for a contest. Yes. Uh, but, you know, it, 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 there's so many different things that you could consider. 
ranging from taxes to protection of assets to protection of your family, that uh, the list is so numerous that we could go on for a long time. Very good. Well, that's extremely helpful. Uh, on your end as the listener to this excellent program, don't make the mistake. And the mistake would be to not attend Michael's next workshop. The next upcoming one is Saturday, October the 10th. And then, Michael, do you have one for later on in the month on a Thursday, perhaps? Uh, no, it's actually going to be on a Tuesday, October okay. the 27th, and that's okay. going to be at 1 o'clock. Okay, Tuesday at 1 o'clock, October the 27th. Sign up for either one now. They're free. And uh, if you don't get on that workshop, then you can just roll over to the next one if that meets with your schedule. Go to DallasElderLawyer.com, DallasElder, E-L-D-E-R, Lawyer.com, or dial 214-720-0102, 214-720-0102. Our Dallas Elder Law Attorney, Michael Cohen. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Don. A leading estate planner practicing law in Dallas, Texas for decades now, Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the estate planning laws that can affect your family and you. The first step is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com to sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214 214- 720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. A talk show host on 770-KAAM for six years, Michael Cohen is the person you want to evaluate and complete what could currently be a deficient estate plan. Make sure it is done your way and sign up for his next workshop today 